Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring The Lauren Goodwin Show. Hey guys, welcome in. You're now tuned into The Lauren Goodwin Show. I'm here with my producer, Amanda. How's your foot? How's everything going? I'm doing great. Recovering little by little, walking little by little because those crutches were not it. And I'm sure, Lauren, you know from some sort of experience being an athlete, those crutches are not fun. But getting better by the day. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm getting back on U.S. time. I was in Turkey last week just for vacation. Um, Got to see some people I haven't seen in a really long time. And that's probably a place, like if I could, I would like have a home there. It's super inexpensive and a great city. So um, really love the fact that I got to get away. We still had to wear masks and follow protocol, but it was exciting to be there and um, just experience a different culture again. And I still remember some Turkish, so good to talk to people in a different language. It was just, it was amazing, honestly. Um, But time to get back to work. Last week, we took a week off because Amanda had, um, had an injury and then I was overseas but now we're back and ready to get started so today we're going to talk about um well the quote of today is by charles kingsley and it is do today's duty fight today's temptation do not weaken and distract yourself by looking forward to things you cannot see and could not understand if you saw them and honestly when i i was looking at just it was i saw this quote on forbes and I was honestly just scrolling the internet and um, I try to find good quotes that are relatable to how I'm feeling. And this was the first one that I saw and honestly spoke to me so much because I mean, in every way, like I'll go ahead and break down what I think it means to me. But to start, it says do today's duty, fight today's temptation. Well, today's duty, I try to, in order to stay focused, plan and not plan out my entire future like that's what this quote is saying not to do but I just mean for the day um so if I had a recommendation I would say everyone get a planner or um technology is you know way different than it was back in the day so now we can literally go on our calendar on any kind of phone that you have android iphone and write out exactly what you want to do for the entire day and like book your schedule so that you know your product your productivity and you can fight the temptation to not to not be productive. So when it says do today's duty, fight today's temptation, I see that as um, an everyday fight, honestly, to get up and do something productive. Um, the next part of the quote says, do not weaken and distract yourself by looking forward to things you cannot see. So this was kind of, I had to reread this a few times because I was like, well, it says do today's duty, but then it's saying like, don't distract yourself by looking forward to things you cannot see. Well, planning your future out and writing in a planner is something that you can't see. Now for on a day-to-day basis, that's fine because you want to be productive and you want to make sure that you're getting through the day, um, feeling like you're a step ahead from before, especially in quarantine, we have a lot more time on our hands. People are still working from home. But this is my biggest issue, I would say, um, is planning so far ahead that you don't see what's happening in front of you. I'm a dreamer and a creative, and I create ideal situations in my mind and try to make them my reality. Uh, I think that's just from athletics, really, personally, because I, you know, you, I played basketball, 
So it's, you set a goal for yourself and you say, okay, I want to shoot this percentage or I want to average this many points, assist, whatever. And if you work hard enough, you see somebody who's done it before you. So you look up to say, you look up to Steph Curry, um, you go look at his workouts on YouTube or you find training trainings that he's done or camps that he does. And you figure out, try to get into his mind and see what he's done so that you can do the same. And then you just work towards that goal. So that's just how my mind operates. And so planning and saying, okay, well, I'm here now. This is where I want to be. How do I get there? And sometimes I miss the signs that are right in front of me, especially with um, like relationships and um, work things, because I've already planned out exactly what's going to happen in my life. And sometimes that's not, you know, God has a different plan for us. And we're missing huge signs like red flags and things that are saying, no, this is not the way you're supposed to go. But we're so set on what we want to do 10 years from now, not knowing that our plan could change 10 times before we even get there, but we have to kind of go with the flow a little bit. Um, so when it says, don't distract yourself by looking forward to things you cannot see, I agree with that 100%. And I do this very often. Um, and I know a lot of people do, uh, especially in, uh, you know, today's society, uh, social media, you're kind of seeing what everybody's putting out there and you, you want to reach those goals or become like people are, I'm a millionaire by, by 30 or, you know, all these, all these things people are putting out there. So you're kind of trying to race and be competitive and fight against all these different things. But honestly, if you just took a step back and looked at all the things that are in front of you, it would be a lot more easy to like navigate through your life. Um, just focusing on yourself and seeing what's right in front of you. And then at the very, the very end of the quote, it says, um, you could not understand if you saw them. So for this part, like planning your destiny is pointless because if there's something you aren't ready for, you're searching and searching and searching for answers. You know, it's kind of like um, in a relationship <laughs> when, uh, when, when you see things, like I see things on Twitter all the time of like um, a guy and a girl playing one-on-one -on -one and it's like, if she scores, then she gets to go through my phone. <laughs> Um, and so in this quote, it's saying basically like you're searching for answers when maybe it's not something you're ready for, you want to see. So like the girl really wants to go through his phone and, and find something and ends up obviously finding something and not being happy. Um, and that goes the same for our lives. So we're searching for answers super early and trying to start our own story when all we have to do is be patient because our story, is already, our story has already been written. And that goes for relationships and jobs, careers, you know, what's going to happen after quarantine? What's 2021 going to look like? Are we going to have masks on? Are we going to be breathing normal air and just walking by people? <laughs> like now I feel like when I see someone out without a mask, it's like <gasps> a big deal. Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like it almost seems dirty if you don't have a mask on now just because of the way society's been reframed after corona so I, I am very interested to see and I know people every day are asking me what do you think 2021 is going to look like I talked to my grandma the other day and she's like well how long do you think we're going to wear a mask Lauren and I'm like honestly I have no idea just with everything going on I think it'll be well into 2021 but as the quote says can't really plan our destiny and uh try to write a story when it's already been written and that goes for all of us. So uh, Amanda, what do you think, you know, this quote means to you? I know I, I really went in detail and explained it, but I mean, you could have a, di a totally different view. So you did. And honestly, we have very similar perspectives. We're similar in the way we see this. And I love the way that you broke down this quote, because it is, it's a very heavy quote. And when you first look at it, you know, any, anyone can just read over it and be like, okay, this is like, 
is really deep. This is intense. Let me sit down and break it down. But it's so important how it focuses on today, tomorrow, and like the future, basically. Because like you said, for focusing on today's duty, you won't be able to get to that long-term goal, that flag at the end of the line, that goal that you're trying to reach without getting done what you need to get done today, what you need to get done tomorrow. And you need to fight that procrastination and that temptation to not be productive, like you said, and make sure you stay organized. I, I'm like, I'm a geek. I have a planner and every Monday I sit down and I write down all my assignments for the week, every meeting that I have, any little thing that I have to do, I write it out in my planner. So I know what I need to tackle before the day, the due date depends on what the task is, but I keep myself organized and making sure that you reach those goals within the day, it makes you feel productive. You know, like today I have this show and I had class this morning and there's just so many different things that I tackle throughout the day, but staying organized and getting those goals done within the day are going to get me to that long-term goal of the future that I dream out to be. We're Again, I said, we're very similar. We're very, we're dreamers. We're creatives. We like to imagine what life will be down the road and years from now and I love to do that and I've always been so fascinated about who I'm going to become and the life I want for myself but in order to get there you have to fight that temptation on the every day and get those things done in order to get to that long long that goal that looks so far away but that long-term goal that you want to achieve I know and it takes so much persistence you know it's it's kind of like um during quarantine when you don't know when it's going to be over and say so you're like well it's especially whenever nobody was allowed to go anywhere or do anything it's like okay well I can just chill and like do nothing because we're in, we're in quarantine and who knows the next time that we're gonna to have to do something and a lot of people who lost their jobs have just been chilling and just waiting on the next employee unemployment check or you know not having a plan and then all of a sudden, like those checks are stopping and it's time for life to continue on just wearing a mask and nobody knows like what they're supposed to do. And that, I think, drives me. So somebody asked a question. Let me go to the name here. So that leads me to what is your biggest motivational factor? And just from saying people who've came before me in like the career field. So for me, it was professional basketball. And I'm saying, OK, well talking to Skylar Diggins or talking to somebody who's been super successful in the sport, I say, well, what did you do to get there? And I try to do those things and mimic my life after theirs so that I, obviously I can reach the same goal. And it's been motivational to see people who have not reached their goals and the things that they didn't do, because I never want to be in a place to where I like can't do the things that I really want to do. And as I said, people, some people in quarantine, they don't really know what the next step is after this is over, like what job they will have. And that drives me completely. Like, because I, no matter what, I'm always going to have, I mean, I don't always have a plan, but I try to figure out what the next steps are in case something doesn't work out. Um, let's say just for overseas, like I wasn't sure for the longest, like if I was going to go play. So the entire time I was doing things here um, to stay busy, obviously, as I said, like volunteering and doing different events, but also looking for jobs. <laughs> like, let's be realistic. I can't just um, fly all around everywhere and volunteer my time and, and do basketball events with uh, no income constantly. So I also have been looking for jobs and I found a, I found a bunch of like man managerial jobs at different like Fortune 500 companies and stuff. You know, I got a business degree. So 
that's really helped me just seeing other people like before me and just learning from them. And uh, Shaz from Detroit asked me that question. So what's your biggest motivational factor? I thought I would like lead this topic into that question. But what's your biggest motivational factor, Amanda? For me, it's a lot of, I have like really big dreams and aspirations and a lot of goals that I want to accomplish that I know are difficult and they're not easy to get to that. So just that alone and that desire of wanting to reach my goals and, you know, like achieve them, that motivates me a ton. But same, the same thing you explained, which is like you see the way other people in your field, what they've done and you learn from them and you sort of mimic them. My role, my biggest role model is Robin Roberts. And I don't know if you know who she is. I'm sure you know who she is. Um, she was on ESPN for many years, several, several years. Now she's on Good Morning America. She's an anchor. And for as long as I can remember, you know, I'd wake up in the morning for school and I'd be watching Robin Roberts. And I used to tell my parents, I'm going to be just like her. One day I'm going to be sitting in her seat in Good Morning America because it's always been my dream and my goal to be on Good Morning America, to be a broadcaster. And seeing her and seeing what she accomplished and the road she traveled, in a way, I've tried to mimic what she's done and right. be, be just like her because she's been so succe- successful and she's such a perfect example of who I want to be. So it's a combination of that and also just having those big goals for myself. And I'm a very competitive person. I'm very like career oriented and I really like, that's what I love. I love my career and I love what I do. So whatever it takes, I guess. Right. Right. <laughs> whatever it takes to get to the goal. And especially if you have uh, somebody who's already done it, it's a lot easier because you can say, these are the things that they did and this is how they got there. So if I do the same thing, it's like, you know, inevitable that you'll reach the same amount of success. It's uh, funny so that I- we talk about this because I actually saw a quote, it was in Latin, but I'll give you the English translation. And I think it correlates perfectly with like, what we both just sort of said is I will find a way or make one. Right. Definitely. Um, so let me see. JM from Virginia asked, what's your favorite NFL team and are you ticklish? <laughs> so Aria, what's your favorite NFL team? Being from Miami, I'm a Dolphins fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hardcore Dolphins fan. Yeah, it's been tough. It's kind of tough <laughs> being a Dolphins fan. I'm not even going to lie. It's been difficult. My brother he got frustrated a few years ago and he adopted another team. He's an Arizona, Arizona Cardinals fan now as well, but I'm, I'm still a diehard Dolphins fan. I mean, what can I do? It's it's my home team. (laughs) Same. Yeah. Cowboys for me, because it's like, if I wasn't, I would be uh, shunned from my family because everybody's a Cowboys fan. (laughs) That's what it's always been. I have like pictures of me and my sister as kids and like Cowboys cheerleader outfits. So, so yeah, I have similar ones with Dolphins outfits. So I guess <laughs> we had similar. Yeah, we don't really have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, are you ticklish? Um, that's a weird question, but I put it in here because I am so ticklish. Like that's one thing that nobody really knows about me unless obviously uh, you know me, but it's like unbearable, like under my armpits or just anywhere. I'm so ticklish to where I'm the person who like jumps around and like can't take it. I don't know why. <laughs> I actually get kind of aggressive. I'm not even going to lie. I hate being tickled. Um, yeah, I hate it. And 
like I have like a few uh like my mom loves to tickle me and I get like really aggressive with her and she gets mad and I'm like you need to stop because I get I know I get aggressive when I get tickled <laughs> I don't want to hurt you because it's like it's so unbearable to me and I have a friend of mine who loves to like poke my sides which that tickles me so bad and I get so mad but he does it anyways because it it's like it bothers me <laughs> right oh my gosh Somebody else said, when did you realize you love sports and working out? And her name is Lauren, spelled exactly like mine. And she's from Houston, too. So it was like, whoa, freaky. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, how many people, like, I've never seen, I guess I've seen, like, a couple people with L-O-R-Y-N, but it's really, it's different spelling. So this was crazy. So I was like, I have to use this question. Um, I realized it when I was, like, four. Um, Been working out forever. And obviously that's like my next career move is doing like online training and coaching. So I've always loved it. And I think that's what I'll continue to do. Even I'll be like one of the old grandma at like 80 training and working out and lifting and trying to do the most just cause it makes me like clears my head and I feel so relieved and like so much stress has been released after workout. You'll come out on sports center again, hooping up with your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I thought about doing like, catching footballs because um my brothers are always playing and stuff and just videoing it to see like how good I actually am show the show the people <laughs> another behind the scenes clip yes uh Kendrick from Houston asked how do you stay focused on your short and long-term goal long-term goals well we kind of talked about this earlier but short-term goals I make a plan for what I'm going to do during the day and I don't always follow this so I'm not perfect or anything but I try to make a plan so that I know what time I have things and so that I'm, I'm constantly doing the things that I want to do because it's like a really slow process. It's like you, the thing you're working towards something you can't even see yet and you don't even know. So it's really hard to do. But if you just focus day by day as this quote, like is basically saying, um, then eventually you'll reach your goal. And for long-term goals, I have learned that focusing on short term is a lot easier it's a lot more fulfilling because if you make a goal for the day and you complete it then you know you're fulfilled you did everything that you said you were going to do for that day but long term I mean you could be working towards this for five years before you accomplish that goal and I think it's really discouraging um, if you are putting in all this work um, thinking that it's going to happen at any point in time and it doesn't happen because then it kind of deters you maybe you don't even want to accomplish that goal anymore so I've, I've learned that long-term goals you can think about them in the back of your head but I wouldn't too much say in five years time I'm going to do this in seven years you know because it's just it's a lot of pressure and if that doesn't happen then it can kind of make you re like question your entire life and what you've been working towards and that's just not um, a good mind frame to have so I would definitely just focus on short-term goals if that if I had any advice the short-term goals should build up to your long-term goal that's what I've always been taught and always heard from a lot of successful people is that those short-term goals should lead you up to that long-term goal and you have to have perseverance like you said it's a slow moving process and it's not something that happens overnight like you can't expect to just because you worked out today and you ate better than you do on most days, you can't expect to lose 20 pounds in a week. Like it's a process and it all depends on what your long-term goal is, but you have to, I guess in a way, even though it sounds cheesy, is trust that process and work at it at the end of the day. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Like short-term goals leading to the long-term. Cause like every day, if you want to, yeah, like every day I'm, still working out I'm still trying to create uh, workout plans for people and eventually it'll kind of do it itself in the online 
workout business, whatever that I'm going to end up doing. So, so yeah, I guess short-term does lead to long-term and just focusing on that day-to-day more so than just saying, I'm going to, I'm going to do this in five years. And then five years comes around and you haven't been doing like the daily things and didn't reach your goal. So yeah, great question. Kendrick from Houston. Um, well, today has been a great topic. We really talked about what we do to stay, you know, locked in. And I'm going to just say the quote one more time. Do today's duty. Fight today's temptation. Do not weaken and distract yourself by looking forward to things you cannot see and could not understand if you saw them by Charles Kingsley. So today, if you're out there listening to this podcast, um, write down your plan for today. Be productive. Fight the temptation to um, not get anything done. Try not to look too far into the future to where you're missing the now. And look at things that are right in front of you instead of um, trying to analyze everything and, you know, stress yourself out. Let's live stress-free today, guys. So thank you all for tuning in with me and Amanda. You all have a great day. Um, You tuned into the Lauren Goodwin Show. The views and opinions expressed on The Lauren Goodwin Show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.